This is UW Extension's Farm Management AgriVision Podcast. I am Katie Wontok, Agriculture Agent with UW-Madison Division of Extension. I will be chatting with fellow Extension educators as we answer questions from farmers and share our knowledge and expertise on how you can improve your farm management skills. Today, I am joined by Simon Jatay-Natel, Professor at UW-River Falls and Extension Farm Management Specialist. Welcome, Simon, to the podcast. Thank you, Katie. Simon, today our question is from a farmer whose neighbor got hurt in a farm accident earlier this year. The neighbor already sold his cows, and now he wants to know if this farmer wants to buy 120 of his 500 acres, located about a half a mile from his farm. He and his son farm 300 acres and milk 100 cows in central Wisconsin. They owe $100,000 on their parlor and freestyle barn that was built five years ago, but that is their total debt. This farmer wasn't really looking to buy more land, but his son thinks it's a good idea. The land is productive and slightly rolling and will likely average 200 bushels of corn per acre this fall. His neighbor is asking $5,000 an acre, which is the going rate in our area for good farmland. The farmer's concern is that they have bills paid, but they do not have much cash to put down on this land. They would need to finance almost the entire amount. What are your thoughts? First of all, familiar situation, the younger generation, they want to invest, the older generation might be a bit more reluctant. And I like that uh, the comment of, of the gentleman say like, you know, the, the worry there is about paying the bills. And it's always, it's always the same thing when it comes to buying land. Land will, um, will very rarely uh, generate enough cash to make the payment. So it's always a cash flow issue. Like land is most often a profitable investment. Here in this case, uh, we're talking about $5,000. That seems to be in the ballpark of the going rate for, for the state. I'm, I'm not sure exactly uh, located in central Wisconsin, but but yeah, and, and the question, so right now, the land market's been relatively soft for uh, a few years, but we rarely see uh, land values going down. So uh, right now it's kind of plateaued for a while, given the crisis that we've gone through uh, in agriculture. But I would expect that uh, in the future, land values will start increasing again. And then the gentleman is talking about uh, having to uh, take a mortgage for most of the value to pay for most of uh, the land. And I think right now, I mean, given the interest rates being so low, having, you know, taking a loan right now to buy land, if you can lock a rate that is low and like maybe 3% or something like that, it can be, uh, it can look really good 10 years on the road or something like that because rates will probably go up from there. So the low interest rates are definitely a positive here in going forward with that investment. And uh, as I said, I think the price seems to be, uh, seems to be reasonable and you can expect farmland values to go up in the future. Now, the concern about risk and managing the cash flow risk uh, is always real. And I think there to help them building a projection, building a cash flow projection, cash flow budget uh, seems to be like a good idea. And I think it's it may not, not all farmers are uh, willing or would know exactly how to go about necessarily building a cash flow budget, but I think it would definitely be in the interest of their lenders to help them, you know, build that projection and sit down with them to see how things might unfold in the future, because that's the type of information that the lender will want to have access to make a decision on uh, lending money for that purchase. So uh, my advice would be to either 
yeah, depending on the relationship you have with your lender, but either sit with your lender and ask to try to build uh, their help to try to build a, a cash flow projection based on the purchase of that land, or have a consultant that could also come and help with that to see how much of a risk does purchasing that land puts on your cash flow. Some things that will be considered in that cash flow projection. First of all, what's going to be the revenue, the cash revenue you would get from that land? What kind of yield and what's the value of that? So whether you're going to be selling more crops or if you're going to be buying less feed for your cows. The other thing to think about, you know, they, they mentioned that they have 100 grants uh, of debt on, on their equipment right now. Uh, one of the big questions is how much more needs to be invested in terms of equipment in the coming years? Does it make sense to tie up part of your cash in that land or not? Uh, if you know you're going to need to buy a lot of new equipment, you know, whether it's tractors, uh, harvesting equipment or TMR mixers or whatever else, if you know you're going to have to invest in the coming years, then you, it's a much higher risk for you to, to try to also buy that land. So those are things that should come up in the process of building a projection. What's going to be uh, the capital required in the coming years to replace existing equipment or to fulfill whatever plans were already in place? So those, those are some of the key things. Uh, and then the last thing is like, you know, if you work with your lender, you'll see what kind of terms that uh, that lender is willing to offer you in terms of interest. And so that's going to, to me, be a key factor also in defining how profitable and how feasible that investment would be. So those are those are all for the numbers in terms of, you know, finding out how much risk you're really undertaking and how feasible it is. And then after that, there's all the, the, the intangibles of how well does that 100 acres fits into your plans? What kind of opportunities does that open up for you? Uh, there's two generations here. So obviously, the viability of the farm in the future might depend on having access to more land. Will there be more opportunities in the future to buy land that is nearby? Because we're talking about within a mile here, which is, uh, which is quite valuable in itself to have that proximity. So all of those things need to be taken into account. What opportunities does that, does that 100 acres opens up for you now, but also 5, 10, and 15 years down the road? Yeah, definitely. When you've got those two generations on the farm, you not only need to look at the short term, but also that long term profitability in order to really transition that business to the next generation and, and they have success in it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and oftentimes farms have been expanding and oftentimes the viability of a farm, uh, it always depends on, on what production you're willing to get into. But the productivity and the efficiency of a farm depends on on having the ability to expand. Definitely. And, you know, you talked about lender financing, but, you know, they could always reach out to the neighbor and, and discuss if uh, other options, mm -hmm. land contract might might be an option besides bank financing or some other financing arrangement. You know, interest rates are low for the foreseeable future, at least. And so, you know, there's there's good low interest costs out there for financing. But going back to that, you know, they currently have a break even cash flow. They really need mm. to see, is this the right step for them for their business? Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's where I say, like, as, as you mentioned, there might be other opportunities. Maybe there might be other ways to uh, sit down with, with the owner to build some flexibility in terms of cash flow, uh, how it's going to affect their cash flow. But yeah, that building that projection is really what's going to be the key to uh, to be able to look at scenarios. What if we have you know, we continue to have low mill prices for a number of years, or what if feed prices go up or they go down and, and look at really how much risk you're taking by buying this, this hundred acres. All right. Well, thank you, Simon, for your time today. Thank you. For more extension agrivision podcasts or resources to improve your farm management skills, check out farms.extension.wisc.edu. Thanks for listening.